0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the 24 Down Podcast. It's Buddha here, and uh, this is episode 35, and we have an amazing guest on. But before we get to the guest, I have some amazing uh, co-hosts with us tonight, and um, we have Francis. What's up, Francis?
1: What's going on, man? Super excited to be here and, and see Dwayne. Man, it's been so long. I'm so pumped.
0: <laughs> absolutely, man. And then uh, we have Matt Matias. How you doing, Matt?
2: Yo, Absolutely. Liberated that I get to see my my ninja, my man Dwayne Lee. Look at him, he's awesome. I'm so pumped for this episode, y'all. Yeah, man.
0: And then we have the sexy pastor uh, Matthew Matt Baldwin. How you doing, Baldwin?
3: What's Gucci? What's crack a lacking?
0: Uh, we're doing good, man. And we're, we're we're very happy to have our special guest. You guys alluded to him already. Uh, our special guest for tonight on episode 35 of the 24 Down Podcast is none other than Dwayne lee what's up Dwayne? how you doing man
4: okay, gente what up boys it's been a yeah. long time yo it's been a long time
0: absolutely man and if you're not watching on youtube um you should get over there because we have some uh beautiful men on this podcast so uh you hey. may want to get on colleen i know you're watching um hey. so uh she's beautiful she colleen something. Yeah, she she can't she she can't listen to the podcast for some reason, but we won't talk about that. Um, so so yeah, man, we're gonna get right into it, man. Um, first off, uh, quickly, um, what years were you at Valley Forge?
4: All right, here we go, boys. You ready for this? Oh five to oh <laughs> six.
0: Okay, all right. Was was that was that just one year or was that two years? One,
4: uh, technically, I got to sophomore year. Okay. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So it was like a year and a half or something like that? Yeah,
4: something like that. Okay,
0: cool. Awesome. And then, like, where did you live when you were there? You're definitely part of the 24 down family, but where did you live when you were um, on campus?
4: So I was 24 up the whole time, the entire time. I never made the move, and I don't know why. I just never made the move.
0: I think if you were there longer, you definitely probably would have. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, But definitely you were always downstairs. You were either kicking butt or having your butt kicked or just being really cool. You were always doing some Taekwondo, some, something <laughs> like that. You know, I always yeah. remember you with the, uh, with the gloves, you had some, some sort of gloves on all the time. Is that true?
4: <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: Cut off gloves or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, uh, let, let's get into your like after Valley Forge days. So just give us a, just a quick review of just pretty much, what, where you went, what happened to you, all that stuff after leaving Valley Forge?
4: All right. Um, after leaving Valley Forge, December 2006, I uh, went back home and I started working. That's basically all I did uh, up until now, to be honest. I've been working since 2007 nonstop. Um, I went to a company called Naptech, I did that for three years. That's a weird company where I uh, input it's data entry, but for traffic. So, for example, when you watch the news at any time during the day and they're like, here's the traffic for the, for the day, I was the one to input like a team of people. But, you know, I was the one giving them the information where the crashes are, where the traffic is, where the overturned truck is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I was doing that for three years. And so 2007 and 2009, um, I so happened to get laid off. In 2009, the company got purchased. Well, at first it was traffic.com. Navtech purchased them. Then they did budget cuts. I was one of the, uh, several to go. So for 2009, I want to say March to April 2009, up and until December of 2009, I was unemployed. But during that time, I was doing hip hop dance real heavily. So I was competing and you know training et cetera, et cetera with my friends we had a little crew going so that was pretty cool um and then I got hired with which was then Wachovia um and turned into Wells Fargo so I was with them for six years so I got hired on my birthday in 2009 and started in January 2010 um so I did that for six years in the midst of doing that for six years Um, in 2010, I enlisted in the Air Force Reserve. Um, so, and I'm currently still in, I'm going on 11 years right now, Air Force Reserve and, um, dang, yeah. So, rewind in 2015, I got hired as a police officer in Philadelphia, so, I deployed a few times, so in 2015, which is odd, I got hired the day I was supposed to start the academy in 2015, I deployed, so I had to pull out of the process, so I deployed uh, 2015 to 2016, came back, went through the academy, et cetera, and I've been a cop and Air Force um, personnel ever since, man, so that's currently what, I'm, what I've been doing, but um, Outside of that, like, little extracurricular activities, like, I've, I've rekindled my passion for languages, so I've started with Spanish because it's the closest, the sec, it's actually my second, second language, so my first is Swahili, my first second language is Swahili, but I lost that a long time ago, but Spanish would have been my second or third language, um, that's the language I grew up with. You know that i spoke or heard the most growing up and my passion for that is rekindled so now i'm like intermediate spanish speaker um and uh i'm just trying to grow man i i have a real passion to connect with people and i feel as though that doing it in their own language is much better and also really cool <laughs> so that's kind of where i'm at right now man i use it at work you know i speak spanish at work um I'm constantly learning or trying to learn and better myself and to be able to be a better cop for the public you know the general public if I can help you in your own language you know you don't have to feel like no one's there for you et etc you know um, but other than that man aside from traveling all over the world because of the military and trying to start a family eventually and just being who I am for my, my, my family, you know, my brothers, my mother, and my aunts and uncles, everybody like that, cousins, and just trying to be there for my friends, you know, even though us here, we're friends, uh, we've lost touch. And, and I take responsibility for that simply for the fact that I'm one or I've refined myself to be one of the people that says I won't allow... Oh, life gets in the way to be an excuse to send a text message to one of my boys you know what I mean or one of my homegirls or something like that like no life is not busy enough where I can't just say hey thinking about you bro hope everything's good you know what I mean and if we have a five minute conversation after that then it's cool so like I said I take full responsibility for not keeping up with that um, and allowing life to get in the way quote unquote but um, you know times times are changing and lots has happened to me and I really truly understand how short life is within the past like 10 years. I understand how short life is. So it's, um, it's a new beginning boys. It's a new beginning.
0: It definitely is, man. And, you know, I know you're kind of like apologizing, but I think we've all Had to apologize for kind of, you know, not being with, you know, the brotherhood like we used to and not connecting like we used to. And, you know, thank God for Josh Hatmaker and even a couple others that, you know, have brought us back together. And this podcast has been definitely something that has brought us back together. Um, And it's like when I listen to a podcast and just let let me just say this before we even get into more of your story, Dwayne. I just finished listening to today. Uh, which is probably a week away when this is coming out. But um, Alex Anderson's episode that just came out. And oh, my gosh, um, I had such a grudge against this kid. And I didn't even know him. Right. Uh, Because of the whole flag burning situation. Um, But I listened to his podcast. And just somehow some way I was like, bro, this kid is forgiven. This guy is my friend. And I, I had to I had to message him. I was like, yo, man yo, we're friends, bro. And he messaged me back. It was great. So this this is bringing us together. This is bringing even enemies together, man, you know, and everything. So definitely we're happy you're on. We're happy you're back. And just to hear where, where you have been. Awesome. The Air Force, bro. And, and and you know, being a police officer and everything. Like, I mean, where, where are some of the places you've been? You, you said you've been pretty much like all over the world. Just name a few places,
4: man. I've been to Jerusalem. I've been to the middle east all over the sandbox is what we call it um i've been to romania spain germany you name it dude i've i've pretty much been there you know what i mean like i get paid to do it so it's it's dope but you know what i mean even though you know when we're in the desert it's dangerous but it's who else can say i'm in the middle east and i'm getting paid to be in the middle east regardless of the reason that i'm there you know what i mean um it's a a great experience it's been great experiences man my air force career has been one of the best decisions i've ever made in my life man i don't regret a single moment well that's good man
1: i i do have a quick
4: question now yeah oh give me one second i've walked through where jesus has walked through bro like not many people can say that you know what i'm saying dude like just going to Israel and then saying, Hey, there's a tour to go to Jerusalem. And I'm like, oh, of course, I don't know any Christians that have been to Jerusalem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, your question, bro.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, that kind of almost answered it, but I was going to ask you what, what, uh, out of all these places you've been to, what, which, what place, uh, impacted you the most? I mean, you seem to enjoy it so much, but like, can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
4: Um, so, I'll give you a brief like history before I actually answer. So we all understand that we're all sinners, right? I sin every day, we all sin every day, like all day long, right? Um, My faith has never wavered, but to go to Jerusalem, to have the opportunity to go to Jerusalem and have the tour guide say like, you know, even though the earth has shifted this is approximately you know where he carried the cross this is where approximately or this is the replica building of the last supper it's the most accurate adaptation you know the actual adaptation of where they had the last supper having those things right in front of my face was a once in a lifetime experience and it really blew my mind dude you know what i mean because i always if, if the conversation ever comes up, I always go back to The Passion of the Christ, the movie, right? So I got a buddy that, I, which I haven't spoken to in a long time, Andreas. Um, we watched, uh, we talked about The Passion of the Christ once a long time ago. And I told him, I was like, bro, Jesus was a G, like a gangster. Nobody can take that away from me. You know, the negative connotation of a gangster. But I'm like, bro, hear me out. Jesus was carrying a tree alone, kneels down in the middle of the street. And when someone's looking at him, he looks at them basically winks and says, I got this and gets up and keeps walking. That's the most G move I've ever heard or seen in my life. You know what I mean? Like nobody can take that away from my man, Jesus. And he did that all just for us to be able to sit here and have the conversations that we do, regardless if it's about him or not, you know? and that, that was a huge impact on me, dude. It was really, I've always tried to be a nice guy. I'll never live up to anything that Jesus has ever done for us. But the most I can do is try to at least, when I encounter people, leave an impression of decency, humor, and love. You know what I mean? Hopefully I impact everybody in a positive way. And if anybody's listening or watching and I have impacted you in a negative way, I am Sorry. <laughs> If I owe you some money, I have it. Now. I'm not I'm not that poor anymore. <laughs> so I can pay you back. The um real quick, I just want to interject. In 2018,
3: I had the chance to go to Israel as well. Nice. And like anybody who's listened to this, Dwayne is not lying. Definitely transformative to walk where Jesus walked. In fact, like the most impactful place for me, Dwayne, I don't know if it was for you, uh, was the garden tomb. Oh, yeah. Like something in my spirit, like I had a chance to take communion there with the group that I was with That's awesome. and I was and I was the youngest person there by probably 45, maybe 50 years. Wow. So it was just this young cat and like all these older people there and from all around the world, man, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. There was dudes there from Nigeria, from Japan, nice. um, from Spain, uh, Portugal, like Chile. Like it, it's amazing how the world comes together to focus on this insignificant dot of land. And uh, but there's something there that like quickens in your spirit. So if you ever get the chance to go to Israel, just freaking go. Go. It's like no, and plus too like like Jewish Middle Eastern culture is just freaking awesome.
4: They're so nice. Yeah, and so nice.
3: Even too like just the stereotype that like Palestinian people are like not nice to Americans, bro. The most hostile myth. In fact. In Palestine, um, I was received better there than I was in Jerusalem. I was walking on the streets, and two little kids grabbed my arm. I thought they were going to steal something from me. They grabbed something. They grabbed my arm, and then put a coffee in my hand, like little kids just like selling coffee on the street. They're like, they're "Like we love America." I'm like, "No, y'all just want my money." And then, no, but they're like, "No, for free." And then, like, yeah. they're like, "They're like, yay!" And like, "We love America." I was like, "All right, like, cool." But yeah, it's just freaking amazing, man. So, like to, yeah, again, just anybody listening, just travel anywhere and just get outside the bubble. But if you ever have the chance to go to Jerusalem, sell your soul and go, go like, go. it's worth it. Yeah,
4: go absolutely, man. I always say my, my buddies that I went with, the team that I went with, um, when the when the Israeli people saw us, they scream, "Shalom, Shalom, Shalom!" Is this? everywhere so the day that we went out to explore it had to be like school field trip day like every school in the entire country was everywhere and they're all in the line with their yellow shirts or green shirts etc cetera et cetera and i'm like you know you sound not like a sore thumb you know what i mean too, their teachers like, be carrying like ak's and stuff right? dude they're this like americans <laughs> americans <Shout out laughs> welcome to our country super happy super friendly and uh not to be morbid or not not morbid but not to to bring it here but as a person of color dude it's very scary to be in another country because there's still so much racial tension not just in the u.s but everywhere where you kind of have you got to be careful where you go you know what i mean like we get security briefs on places before we go there and things like that and it's it's kind of scary But at the same time you go there and then you get treated like that and you're like, well damn, (laughs) like this is dope. You know what I mean? Like this is super dope. I was like, I should probably learn Hebrew now because this is this is super cool. But yeah, man, it was it was an experience of a lifetime for sure.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely got to get over there, man. I got to plan something to get over there. And you know, with with all this COVID stuff, man, my wife isn't let me go anywhere, bro. I would be seeing probably all you guys, bro, by now, (laughs) but this COVID stuff, man. But yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so, so we're going to get into the questions at this time. Um, and so the first set of questions is actually from uh, our the founder of the 24 Down podcast or the 24 Down Podfather, we like to call him. And that's Josh Hatmaker. So uh, he has a couple of questions here. His first one is, uh, what jobs did you have while at Valley Forge, if any?
4: Uh, I was a youth counselor at the YMCA. I forget what road that is, but if you walk on Charlestown Road and then make the right at the stoplight, all the way down. I was a youth counselor there because well, that was that the same place kid. that hat
1: worked? Actually, he met
4: after me, probably, yeah. yeah. He probably got there after uh after I left. But yeah, I worked there. Uh, um that was great, man. It was it was really great. I like kids, so and kids like me for some reason. <laughs> Maybe it's because I look like I'm their age or whatever it is. Cause I was really short in college So No offense, Matt, you know, but, um, they, uh, they, they, we connected, you know what I mean? I, I enjoy kids. I had a lot of energy, you know, I could run around with them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that was the only job that I had while I was at Valley Forge. Like I said, I was, I didn't come for money. So, you know, I had to pay my tuition or the um, remaining balance of my tuition somehow. So that's where I worked.
0: Cool, man. And just just just, I want to take a poll here. Um, How many of you guys just raise your hand? If you have um, ever scanned and scrammed? Raise your hand. All right. So that's a thumbs up, Matt. Everyone, everyone has scanned and scrammed. So I'm the only one, man. I'm the the minority. I've never scanned and scrammed. I guess I was a goody two shoes and stuff like that, but I never did. But so I wanted to ask, um, you know, weren't you you a chapel usher too? At one point, I was not a chapel usher. Okay. You know, once I became ARA, I was like, you know what, I don't want to have any leadership in this freaking college. That's what I said to myself. (laughs) I just want to have fun. I want to look out for my
3: friends. And that's about it.
1: Yeah, Badwin and I were, like, tag team partners for that uh, Scan and Scram. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, like, when I was ARA, that's the year I got kicked out of school, so it was that.
5: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Yo, I Scan and Scram for other people. Like, I had my <laughs> own thing, and I scanned for them, too. I had, like, three or four cards, bro. <laughs> that's
4: crazy. It didn't work.
1: It didn't work. New card. didn't work.
4: <laughs>
2: so...
0: Uh, maybe you guys want to add to this as well, but first, Dwayne, uh, what was your what was your scan and scram move? What was your go to scan and scram move? What was your like favorite move to actually get out of chapel?
4: All right, so I know this is gonna come up later, so it kind of like ruins ruins it a little bit, but I'll explain it more in depth later. In depth later. So I would go in and scan, turn around, cool as a fan, dude. And if anybody asked me, when I turned back around, I had my hand on my stomach and I had the face like, I got a little bad, you know, and they were like, oh, all right. And I never came back. <laughs> that was my, that was my move. Dude. You can't stop me from going to poop. You know what I mean?
0: You know, I never thought about, I, I maybe have thought about it, but I never thought of a strategy of doing it. Like I'm the kind of guy where I just feel guilty. I can't even lie to my wife i can't lie to anyone i just because i feel so guilty inside it's just i don't know it's just that conviction that's so strong with stuff like that but what about you 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 guys uh what was your favorite go-to scan and scram move
2: how many you want
0: yeah, give me one for now
2: <laughs> so the when i had like the multiples um I would like, you know, there was like three different stations and I would do one. I'll go to the other station, do another one, do the other station and like a like a semicircle. And then I would I would go in and sit in the back row and wait maybe like five minutes and then I'd go to the bathroom and peace out. Easy peasy. So um, me and Francis and Gene, man, we
3: we had all kinds of schemes. The one the one that like resonates most in my head was before they redid the bathrooms. Right. Um, They had these small, like, narrow windows. They were, like, long. And we would just go in the bathroom and bounce, like, just hop out the window. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely one time we got caught and I don't know who it was. I think it was De Giacomo. He was like, Hey, what are you doing? And we were like, Oh, we, was out,
1: like. we just ran. Yeah. It was just, you know, whatever we just hit in a bathroom stall. Sim and I were just chatting every time someone would come in, we'd, we'd be quiet and then it started dumb down. You used to hear the music in the chapel starting. Like, uh, we're, so- like, All right, we're clear. And dive out the window oh, into a bush and then run back to our rooms and go back to sleep for an hour yo, <laughs> or play Halo crazy. or something
3: <laughs> or play Halo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah man good old professor professor the that's what i call them
3: <laughs> the, the <cock>
0: <laughs> <laughs> bro the more and more i i listen to you know, our, our podcast the more and more i see that we've had just so many different experiences at valley forge like none of us has had the same experience it's been just so many different experiences for me like like sometimes when I would hear that someone had a bad experience of Valley Forge, like, i would be like, yeah, how could they have a bad experience? Cause I just had a great experience. I just loved it. I loved everything. Like Don Meyer was on my, my office wall at my first like pastoral job. He was like Jesus looking over me, but the more and more I hear about him, I just want to rip his head off. You know what I mean? And um, it's just, it's crazy, but like, you know, people are not like, you know, putting down my experience there or, you know, you know, canceling my experience, my experience was my experience, but so many people had other experiences and, you know, we really see that, you know, in the leadership positions, man, like they weren't, they weren't doing it right. And I'm happy that, um, co- you know, our Christian culture for the most part has moved more, you know, is a little more gracious, you know, it's not perfect, but especially there's a lot of denominations still that are very conservative, very strict and things like that. But I think we have shifted a little bit more to maybe where Jesus wants us to be. Um, I hope, and I don't know where Valley Forge is, but I hope they're also a little bit more where Jesus wants them to be. That's Thank just you, Pastor me. Buddha. Uh, he has one more uh, here. He says, um, if you could take one piece of 24 down uh, with you, a ceiling tile, a door, a brick, whatever, uh, what would you take and why?
4: I probably, all right. So I really want to say the cornerstone, but that would crumble 24 down. And that's not what I want. So I would take a piece that it's necessary, but it doesn't have to be there. And that's a analogy for myself, right? So I would take a piece of myself from 24 down or 24 as, as a whole. So anytime I come back, now it's whole again. You know what I mean? That's kind of uh, – so I would take a break. It's deep, bro. Nah. It's serious, deep. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that, that year and a half of my life, I've had very mixed experiences in Volley Forge, but the majority of them are great. You know what I mean? And it involves every last one of you guys too. You know what I mean? So it's, I would, regardless of the time that I spent there or how much that I didn't like the school at all, I was there for the people. I wasn't there for the education. That's why I left because I'm like, I'm wasting money. So I'm going to leave now but i was there for you guys you know you guys made college college you know and again even though it's been a long time the memories i have still shape some of the decisions that i make today you know what i mean so
1: seriously that's that's pretty awesome um second question here i i I spoke with you earlier about this question. So hopefully you uh, had some time to think about it. Um, It's Carlos's reoccurring question. Uh, If you could develop a Valley Forward slash 24 down escape room, what would be the puzzles that you would implement to get out of the room?
4: All right. So first to get in the room would be a puzzle. So to get in the room, it would be ditching chapel. So to get in the room, you would have to come up or choose the best excuse to get out of chapel. Right. That's to enter the room. Now, to so I would probably have like, oh man, let's say like four to six puzzles, but they were all involved in something with us, right? So I was listening to you guys' podcasts before. Once I realized that you know you guys had the podcast up, so I'm like, okay, one of my um tasks would be to out snipe busting janks in halo <clears throat> okay that's a must um out oh what was it called uh the second challenge would be uh so in halo you remember where the little spots were where you could get outside of the map super bounce super yeah. bounce thank you so you would have to out <laughs> super bounce the english twins <laughs> because ding, ding, hey, Mastered the stupid bounce, bro. Everywhere. Mastered it. And I'm like, what? I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And, and it there were always to most me. of
3: the obscure trail of things to do, right? Like, you got to crouch, walk into a corner, hold it for 17 and a half seconds. Exactly. Flip your controller around 360, hop on this crack. If you get a small bounce, that means you can get a bigger bounce when you step on that second tile to the right. And that will launch you all the way up to the top of
4: Zanzibar. Exactly. Exactly, dude. So you'd have to do that. (laughs) Then when you're walking down the hallway, you would have... uh, I'm going to save that one for later. I got another one though. So you would either have to beat Matt and Tekken or spar him for ten minutes. Nice.
1: I'll take take (laughs) Tekken.
4: And then you had to make Buddha laugh. Final piece of the puzzle.
0: And get naked. I love it. I
4: love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he'll he'll do that by himself. I don't know if yeah. You it, shouldn't really be a puzzle. it shouldn't be too hard to do that.
0: I just gotta say that that was that was the best one out of everyone. I think. Yeah, so for far, real. You man. know what I mean? And I think it's because you you had some time to actually think about it. So yeah. that that's
1: awesome, man. Yeah. How ha- always says like I'm gonna I'm gonna start telling these people ahead of time, and we we always forget, but this time I actually remembered. I was like, let's let's see what he has. I, I appreciate let's, that,
4: dude. I appreciate that. When you text me, I was in the gym. I was like, oh man, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna say. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So Matias, you have oh, the okay. accent? I don't know if you had another one, sorry. Nope, yeah, so
2: this next question comes from the other English twin, Mr. Eugene, and uh, that handsome devil. Yugi says, Who were your roommates? I remember being close to a couple of them. Are you still friends with them?
4: Okay. So my first roommate was my best friend Ivan. Ivan de Jesus. Um we, we entered college together. Uh, he left before I did, but uh, that was my first roommate. My second roommate, I believe, was Tom Rizzo. I believe it was Tom Rizzo. Um, wow. and I think that lasted about two weeks, and then he went downstairs. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, my next roommate, and I believe last roommate, was Frankie Fusco. Uh, really good guy jet black hair uh he's from not buffalo because tom rizzo's from buffalo but he was from new york um but really good guy uh and i haven't talked to him in a while but every now and then i'll reach out to him every now and then i will
2: bro it's crazy i remember your roommates like just those names rang a bell like crazy (laughs) Ivan de Jesus dang bro, that's a
1: blast from the past. yeah, Gene actually told me those questions and he's like, I- I'm asking these because I remember that guy, Ivan, which now we forgot his name, but we we had him over at our house with our mom and he like we like mm-hmm. a couple times both of you guys over at the house to hang out and stuff we yeah. always brought people over. We don't know why, but but we remember him very distinctly, but we forgot his name and everything. so he was like, yeah. just get it out of him. get the name of his roommate <laughs> so we can remember.
4: But,
0: yo, how did that go down with Tom? It was like, it was like, yo, man, you're cool, but I'm going downstairs. And then you had your own room for a semester or something? What happened?
4: Uh, no, it, it actually happened like Frankie had come came in like right after that. So exactly how you said it is basically what Tom said. He's like, you're cool, but I'm going downstairs. And I was like, yeah, my boys are down there. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, cool, go downstairs. You know what I mean? um but that yeah it wasn't no bad blood at all man but he just had a lot more people to vibe with than you know with me i was almost never in the room you know what i mean so it was like all right if i'm not there he's always yeah. downstairs anyway
2: yeah you were downstairs most of the time too <laughs> always, downstairs, always downstairs bro always <laughs> downstairs that's crazy man If not
4: downstairs i was with um alex and phil and uh mm-hmm. jason over in their dorm. You know, I was between the two dorms. So, yeah, that was it. by the way, this
2: this is kind of breaking the rules a little bit, but Alex said, uh, "When was the last time you watched um, what is it? Big Trouble, in Big little Trouble China.
4: in Little China? Come on, bro! <laughs> <laughs> I, I already know. Bro. He already knew. <laughs> I already know. He's, and he
2: said he just he literally just texted this to me, so I, I'm like breaking up the the flow. But like he said, uh, let Dwayne know that he's welcome to come over and watch that anytime.
4: Dude, let me know when you're free. I'm normally off on the weekend. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> too easy bro um nice. actually the last time i watched it, it was a couple months ago a couple months ago it's was one that. of my favorite movies man we him um out uh phil and i like vibe over that movie hard bro mm-hmm. like it's so bad that it's so good at the same time you know what yep. i mean it's just one of those movies and we vibe over that thing hard bro <laughs> it's nuts
2: yeah so this next question by yugi is actually a question that i'm, I'm i wanted to ask but are you still involved with martial arts at all? Are you still training at all?
4: Um, yes. So <clears throat> I forget what year it was, um, but I finally got the opportunity to study um, or practice Wing Chun, Kung Fu. Nice. Um, I did Kung Fu growing up, Taekwondo growing up and things like that. Um, but I got a chance to do that for almost six months, and then I got activated on, uh, for the military. Um, but also, I box for the department for nice. Philly. So I had a fight a couple uh, like about two years ago. Um, I was supposed to fight this year, but military is getting in the way, so I had to pull back. So I was supposed to fight in uh, in May, um, but I have semi pro, semi pro like. Um, honestly, bro. So. After my first fight, a lot of people were like, "Bro, like you got it." And this is—I'm not like trying to brag or anything. Not, nah, bro. Just my I agree. They were like, "Yo, you got it. You like you could do this." You know what I mean? And uh, I had always wanted to go to the the Olympics, mm-hmm. so it was either going to be for like fencing. Yes, I know that's weird, but I fenced back in the day, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I either wanted to go to for fencing or like taekwondo or boxing, and I was like, man, I, that would be dope if i could you know qualify for the team and you know go to the olympics but honestly i I don't know i don't know if i will you know we're all we're all almost yeah we're all like the same age so it's like really late for me to try to start a career you know even to be an olympian you know what i mean it's that's four years of training of getting my butt handed to me over and over again until you know I perfect my craft but um I would still love to train dude like I want to get into um BJJ because I yes I need it it makes me a more complete person you know yes. what I mean like I've I've been people have tried to tackle me you know shoot and take down and I'm like <laughs> nope shut up you know <laughs> like, get out of my face with that But at the same time, if I ever trip up and get caught slipping, it's a great tool to have under my belt. You know, even if I can't apply, I know how to stop it. That's my thing. I like to counter. That's the kind of fighter I am. I'm a counter fighter. If I can counter whatever you do, then, you know, um, that'd be a benefit. So, yeah, I'm looking into it.
3: Um, Just to interject there, when you said fencing, it clicked something in my mind. The only other person that I knew who fenced at Valley Forge was Josh Lee, Sung Dae. Yes. So, do I remember you guys fencing or practicing fencing in Twenty Four Down? Yeah, dude. Now, now I'm thinking. I'm like, I yeah, had this dude. weird, odd memory wow, of you guys actually,
1: fencing in the hall. I've never thought of that until just now, but I think I can picture that happening. It was, so, it, was
0: it was fencing, but it was also fisting. I think, right?
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> yo! Pause the yes. podcast. <laughs> just
0: playing, just a joke. We know this. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me, (laughs) Yonkers.
3: Yo! I'm done. I I just remember, like, when you said fencing, I was like, snap. Why do I have this weird, I don't know, like, memory of that happening? Like, right by the washers.
4: I think, okay, so we did a few things about a washer. I'm going to save the washer thing for later.
1: (laughs) Why why did that sound like it was going somewhere? (laughs) It
4: sounds weird, but we did some things about a washer. So I think I think that did happen at least one time. I think that did happen at least one time. Josh Lee was a really good dude. I actually wanted to um hang out and get to know Josh more than I did, but he was in another dorm. So, yeah, but Jordan, Josh was he was like,
3: over there with me. Yeah. That's where I lived was, the first semester.
4: Yep. And he was like super focused on school, like you should be in college. He's a hermit. Yeah, yeah, he was super focused on school, so he was never like really around to hang out. Um, but yeah, man, Josh is a really good dude from the, the time that I did get to know him. I love Josh, man.
2: Totally, man. A really wholesome, solid dude. More solid, most solid dude you could ever find. Seriously. Sure. But like, I, so I'm glad that you asked this question. Cause like I would, I wanted to expound on it a little bit myself. Cause when we were in college, dude, we fought all the time. Like literally yeah. probably like at least once a week, yeah. <laughs> we were in the yeah. hall- hallway, just one time, dude, I remember we fought for a half an hour straight and we were like, yeah. bro, we've been fighting for half an hour we should probably Tired.
4: we were exhausted bro Dude. we were throwing like the slowest haymaker Yo. and it didn't connect yep and we was like should we stop now we like, right, and probably. then
2: <laughs> another time do you remember this when we went into the front um area me you and samsung and me we did and like Sam, a, yep. to
4: train yep, <laughs> like a to melee. Train.
2: yep. <laughs> we were just and both of y'all like need me in the head at the same time <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, it was, it was awesome. I remember coming back. It was like usually in the, I think it was usually in the afternoon. I I don't know when you guys usually did it. Maybe it'll be at night sometimes, but I remember coming back from class and like, just come just walking into you guys fighting. And then I would just stay there for about, you know, 10, 15 minutes, just watching you guys be like, Oh,
3: this is great.
4: Yep. <laughs> it, it was so, all right. So the fighting of 24 down or the fight club of 24 down, yeah. it, it was like, it sounds cheesy, but it was exhilarating, bro. I loved it yes. because I love I love fighting, like the competition aspect. I'm not a violent person, but I love fighting, right? And um, it would be a big crowd. You know, Big Rick was there. Eight one time, it was me and D Rob. We were going at it. Yeah. It was just body shots only, right? Me and D Rob, and D Rob had this crazy like fake move, and I was like, I hate this move because I know what's coming. But he always caught me with it. So, um, he was, Big Rick came out of the room and he's watching. He's like, hey, you should probably stop, you know? You're getting beat up. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, I'm, he's not, I'm blocking everything he's doing. Like, I was so pissed, dude. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. I know what's happening. I'm blocking. I'm good. And then I was like, he kept going, dude. And I was like, um... So if you want me to show you something, come down. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. I was like, come hurt me. bring it. You know, like, that's the kind of dude I was. I didn't care about your size. I don't care about how strong you are. For me, it's about skill. I'm like, listen, bro, you might be strong and and tall and bigger than me, but I got some skills, bro. So come, let me put a hurting on you real quick, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But um, that was, like, a funny moment. Because in the moment, I'm like, bro, you really don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But, um... To expand on that one time, what was his name? I think it's Matt Wolf. Yeah. Is that accurate? Matt Wolf. So he gets yeah. in he gets in the gauntlet with me. And uh I'm like, all right. He's throwing Jazz strong, strong jazz, by the way. I remember this. Strong jab. I remember this. and then
3: he had that like old timey English like his jab bro was so
6: strong, dude.
1: <laughs> he was he was strong. I do he remember right?
4: timey fight, yeah. Yep. So he was hitting this jab and I'm walking and I'm like, okay. So I'm ai like copy things, right? So I was like, okay. So I took D Rob Saint. And I hit him with the faint body shot, put him down. And I was so hurt, dude, because he was red. And he was like, oh, you know, grunting in pain. I was like, I didn't hit him that hard, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I killed him. Like, he's going to die. And then he got back up and was like, oh, I'm good. I could take a punch. And I was like, yeah dude you can take a punch great i'm not gonna do this with you anymore <laughs> but yeah I think, I think
0: yeah yeah i think yeah. we stopped it after that we didn't let yeah yeah anymore. i think yep. he, he shared that in his podcast i, I don't know i could be wrong <laughs> but yeah man i, I could definitely I'm, I'm reliving that whether i was there or not you can see it we could see yeah. it when you're it, it scared
4: me dude it scared me but you no. know everybody was such a good sport you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that was that was one thing that um that everybody has said about 24 down like the community that we built was so loving dude even if we had our little arguments right or our spats between each other it never lasted longer than like two days like that's pushing it you know what I mean like it never lasted that long and uh that's another thing that I love about 24 like it's just it was so great yeah, yeah really
2: and was. that's what i was gonna say is like you know even though you and i would fight like on the regular like it was something that we did for fun it was no bad blood whatsoever we just were testing our skills it's crazy you mentioned the d-rob faint the body shot because i used <laughs> that on mike duffy once <laughs> i laid him out i remember that i remember that move dude and i, I completely forgot that i added that to my arsenal yeah. and i used it on duffy and that thing is
4: crazy like d-rob it works, bro. It works like a charm bro yeah
2: he really, he got, he must have picked that up from a, from like a pro boxer or something sure. like that. Cause that thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, man, that's great. And so I'm training jujitsu. I'm a blue belt now. And oh. I, dude, I cannot recommend it enough. It yeah. is the master race of all, all martial arts, like hands down. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I went there and I got my butt handed to me. And you know, like, I'm not, I'm not no Dwayne Lee. Like you got your skills, bro. Let me, let's just say, Appreciate let's just admit it, that. Man. But like jujitsu is a whole nother dimension. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I encourage it, dude, like 100% go yeah, for
4: it. Bro. I want to. I, I definitely am. Um, like I said, I got some uh, military obligations
2: coming mm-hmm. summer.
4: But uh, like, after that, that's over, dude, for sure.
2: Let me just comment one more thing, dude. That's amazing that you're a freaking Philly cop. What? <laughs> dude. Is, in this climate. Are you freaking kidding me? Dude, you're a freaking American legend. You're, nah, you're out there getting deployed. You're a Philadelphia cop. You, you, can't get no, you can't get no more gully than that. I appreciate
4: it, bro. Seriously, thank
2: I got mad respect for you, bro. And you, bro. Uh, that's one thing I really remember from you in college, that you were just a based dude that had uh, like such a high level of integrity and uh, just a high sense of justice. So it doesn't surprise me whatsoever that's what you're doing right now. But, dude, mad respect. Uh, you know, love, love you to death. Respect you to death, dude. For sure, man.
0: But also put put a good word in for Samsung. He's looking for a really <laughs> office so as well. I
4: know? listened to the podcast, yes. dude, and he mentioned that, and I was like, "Bro, it doesn't matter if you're short. Like, you, there are females like 4 four nine on the job. You know, yep. soaking wet, ninety three pounds. Sam, if you're listening, bro, put in." Dude. You'll never know if you, I always tell this, you will never know if you like it until you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing wrong with quitting. You know what I mean? If it's not for you, then it's not for you. But I highly suggest putting in your application, you'll pass, you'll, you'll get through everything with my flying college, man. The yeah. academy is pretty easy. You're a smart guy too. So you'll, you'll be cool, man. And you'll be in shape too. So I highly recommend if you're listening, bro, if not, I'll hit you up on the side or somebody hit them up on the side let them know. Go in, man. Put it in. You'll never know.
3: And to uh, to further applaud you, Dwayne. Um, like I'm a police chaplain for two of my local police departments here, so man. I've been doing that for about six years now. And just seeing the intricacies of working with our uh, both of our PDs um, and the stuff you guys go through on a daily basis, man. You know, shout out to you uh, for walking through. You, like Matthias kind of hinted at, like literally one of the most treacherous times to be an officer. Uh, literally, man. so you were living it, bro. Like, real yeah. deal, especially as a black cop, yeah. now that you're not only an officer, you're a black officer. So a lot of people are going to see that as you're, you're uh, a traitor, betraying. You're right. Yeah. You're a traitor. Mm-hmm. But I know like Matias already used the word, you're a man of high integrity. And uh to see that you're doing that still and walking through it, uh, you know, calm and cool. Like, I definitely know that Philly has a good one. So God bless you, bro. Appreciate
4: that, man. I really, yeah. Listen, dude, you guys are giving me mad praise and I don't know how to explain except compliments. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. Like, do that. Just do it. It's, 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 Nike, it's baby. It's boggling, man, that you guys think so highly of me. You know what I mean? It, that that I really appreciate that for real through my core. Um, being a cop is like, to be honest, 90% of being a cop is chilling, talking to your boy in the car, just about whatever, you know. And then 10% is the stuff, you know, that's the the stuff TV shows are made of. You know what I mean? And but honestly, 90 percent of it, it, this is anywhere in the U.S., man, anywhere. It's 90 percent nothing, you know. Um, but then that 10 percent is where your your grit, where your heart, where your will, where your fear, everything is tested. You know what I mean? It's that <clears throat> so, make or break moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. One minute you're eating Burger King. And then you just finish a whopper and your fries and then you got to get into a foot pursuit. You know what I mean? Like, boom, like right then and there, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's very, police work is very up and down, like always up and down. It can be quiet all day long. And when you're about to get off work, there's a shooting, you know what I mean? And then you got to go respond to that. Um, uh, this, which that happened today. <laughs> so, you know, like it's just, um, it's fun, man. Being a cop is fun. It's like a lot of, I think 90% of cops will say it's the greatest show on earth because you get to see everything. The most, you can't write it. You know what I mean? Like writers have to ask someone and then they have to write it into a movie. You know what I mean? Or a TV show because it happens every day. The the funniest things in the world, the most cruel or uh, morbid things in the world happen like the spectrum of it you know what I mean it's just it is really the greatest show on earth bro you can't get a better show than being a cop <laughs> like you just can't
0: now yeah Baldwin has some questions from Colleen but before we get there you're bringing it up man we didn't know you were a cop bro are you able to share with us like a crazy story
4: so <clears throat> yes <clears throat> A lot of people ask me, like, what's the craziest thing you've seen? And I'm like, I don't know, because it's pretty normal. Like, you know what I mean? It's normal for me. So I ask them, like, what would be crazy to you? Um, But I would say the craziest thing that I've seen, it was, like, a rainy night shift. uh, I want to say 2017. Rainy night shift, probably, like, 12 midnight. Um, And there was this apartment. <clears throat> so it's crazy but also funny at the same time and i'll get to the funny part right so we respond to a stabbing and we you know cops show up it's raining it's straight like straight off a movie scene you know sergeant's there cops outside we're walking in the rain everybody's soaked the whole nine yards the apartment is lit up cops are coming out and they're like oh my god did you yo did you see it? cops talk we are like the Queens of gopsub you know what I mean? So we talk, um, <clears throat> and they come out and they go, yo, did you see this place? So when you look, even without going inside, you see the red, so if you can see my wall, the red streaks of finger, but the blood smeared. So like a Hitchcock movie, right? So boom, you got the red streaks. This is, you're looking inside the house and this is all throughout the wall, everywhere. So what happened was, if I remember correctly, a dude, he either was on drugs or had mental issues. um, And he tried to, I think it was his father, he tried to cut his heart out. Or he tried, I'm sorry, he tried to cut his own heart out. But while his dad was trying to stop him, he was stabbing his dad. Now from the bathroom throughout the house so you know the blood stains everywhere so we get his dad out of the house uh, his dad was a bigger guy and I believe he was stabbed uh seven to nine times but we couldn't see and the reason why we couldn't see because his fat laid over the stab wounds so this is why I say it's funny because when he got to the hospital, the doctor said, "If his fat didn't seal off the wounds, he would have bled out." So, him being overweight saved his life. You know what I mean? I'm so, about to reverse
0: my reverse my health <laughs> journey right now, bro. <laughs> Great
1: way to Chips, go,
4: You listen, Buddha. You like, okay, from college to now, we understand where your weight loss has, has gone right but he was two times at your biggest he was probably two times bigger you know what i mean so i'm talking about like so you got your boob but then you have that skin underneath like where your ribs are and that was just like fat and it was over though you know just completely ceiling. so just in case you guys didn't know quick little like um Lesson here, uh, combat life saving. If you get a gunshot wound, right? Um, they've upgraded it where you slap something like a hard plastic, like your credit card or something, and you seal all the sides, right? That's to stop a, It's called a sucking chest wound. <clears throat> so you seal it over, and that stops, you know, from your your lung from you know taking in air the whole nine yards. So to have direct pressure on a wound from your not na- your body's natural size or skin is amazing you know what I mean it's just like dude if you weren't you know what I mean if you were my size you probably would have died you know or more than likely you would have died you know so that's the the funny crazy thing for for me and I'm like man that dude was fat but that's fat saved his life you know what I mean so that's probably the craziest thing because it was really like a Hitchcock movie like it looked like a horror movie dude it was Insane, and for him to walk out of that and live was bananas to me. You know, I, I, I dude, I could t- bore you guys with, you know, gunshots and you know all me carrying people. I, for another example, and I know I don't want to talk too long, but I was off duty once, <clears throat> and I had my brother and his daughter in a car, and we were going to drop off his daughter, um, at her mom's, and there's. Was... <laughs> And I'm driving, and I see the flashes, yeah. and I'm like, man, those sound like gunshots. That look like gunshots. And my brother was like, those are gunshots. Like, All right, stay here. Get out of the car, or we pull up. I see the the this was this had to be like 11:30 at night. So I see the the shooters coming down on bikes. And they take off. I pull up. I tell them to, you know, go in the house. And then I hear, oh, this is, this was a real shooting. So I, I'm i on the phone with 911. He hooks the officer. I'm, I'm at this location. I'm running up the block. No cops are showing up. So finally, dispatch gives it the call. Uh, our highway patrol car pulls up. And I'm like, while I'm running up the block, I'm like, up this way, they take off. You are like, oh, crap, they come over radio. You know, this is a founded shooting, founded meaning it's actual, it's an actual shooting. Um, and you got bodies on the ground, 100 people outside, cop car, another cop car pulls up. I help them put the body in the car. They take off to the hospital. Then another one, and I help put the other one in, in the car. Uh, and the, the ambulance finally shows up. Um, I helped the medics put the body in the ambulance. They take off to the hospital. There was a third guy, but he only got, like, shot in the arm. But he walked, like, or drove himself to the hospital or whatever. And this was me off-duty. Like, I kind of get into crap off-duty. Like, I just, I'm at the right place or at the wrong place at the right time. You know what I mean? So I'm, like, the key officer witness to this multiple, uh, double homicide, triple shooting, and I'm like, I was just going to take my, my niece home, you know? <laughs> like, that's all I was trying to do, take my niece home, take my brother home, and go in the house. But I was on the job for until, like, I don't know, like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, just having an interview with homicide detectives and ex extrad- Like Like, this is my life, you know what I mean? I don't look for it. I just kind of fall into it. I almost always witness an accident off-duty, and I'm like, Hey, you guys okay? <laughs> you know, whatever. I never tell people I'm a cop, but I'm just like, huh, oh, all right, whatever. This will happen, X, Y, et cetera. And now I take off. But um, yeah, man, that's my life. Dude. It's, it's cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. What's up? Thanks. All right, we're uh, going to get
3: into uh, Colleen's questions, right? Colleen. All right, yeah. perfect. So I'm going to ask them in reverse order because they kind of go from like more fun to, I guess, like, more in depth. Um, would you ever consider getting a 24 down
4: tattoo? All right. So I have three tattoos. Well, technically I have four tattoos. Mm -hmm. This tattoo I have on my arm stopped me from getting tattoos. So if it hurt, this thing ruined my life for seven hours, bro. Like seven hours I sat there, like took it like a champ. And I was like, yep, I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> but if i was weren't done I would get a twenty point that got you cool simple question um all right if you could have
3: changed one rule at vfcc what would have have been
4: um uh, what was it it was uh I'm not gonna go there do it <laughs> but do it many people have don't don't be afraid so the whole like not having <laughs> females in your dorm or mm-hmm. whatever is ridiculous but that didn't bother me so much i understood because you know we were a christian college etc but for me it was more so about having to wear a collared shirt yeah and like slacks to class and the reason so two reasons why that bothered, bothered me so much one, it doesn't make you a professional just because you're wearing professional clothes. It's not the clothes that make the man or woman. It's mm-hmm. the person. You know what I mean? That makes that that, yep. that person professional. But the other thing, Matt, I don't know if you remember this, but you were going to class one day um, and I think it was the dean of the, the college. You had to walk past him and you didn't have a college shirt on or anything. You're talking was, about me, right? No, 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 uh, Matthias, or Matias. Right. It, okay, It may have like, happened oh, to you, too. Oh, snap. But uh, <clears throat> you were going to class. You just had, like, a T-shirt or something on. Mm. You're like, hey, Dean, how you doing? Ignored you completely. And then the next time it happened, you were going to class with, like, a polo or something. And, hey, Dean. And he acknowledged you right away. So I witnessed this. Unbeknownst to you, I witnessed this. And then you had, like, kind of brought it up at a later time and i but i never mentioned anything to you but i witnessed that dude and i was instantly pissed because i'm like why as the dean who was walking not but six feet from one of your students you can't say hello because he's not wearing a polo shirt this doesn't make any sense to me so that will that would be the rule that i would change because that that struck me to the core dude like i was pissed i was ready to rumble yep. bro i was like this is because it was so blatantly disrespectful mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah we are on a christian campus right <laughs> like I, there's got to be some type of like uh base level decency human decency where if someone acknowledges you or gives you a greeting you acknowledge them back even yep. if you're just blowing them off like i'm really big on that like even in my air force career my police career Greetings go a long way for me. If I acknowledge you good morning and you look at me like I'm an idiot, I'm going to say it again and then we're going to have an issue. You know what I mean? Like for the reason for me stopping you or our interaction, which was your fault. It ain't my fault. It's Mm -hmm. your fault. But if I tell you good morning, I expect it's just decency for me. It's just common decency, common courtesy, common manners. If you uh, render a greeting you're supposed to get one back, and as the dean of the university well, now university, how dare you not acknowledge one of your students because of their appearance or the way that they're dressed yeah. at the, that present time? You know, so that unfortunately, that, that
3: unfortunately, that type of behavior was like typical of a lot of the cabinet,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um,
3: and it was there was an elite group of people on campus, students wise. Oh um, yeah, that they were the pets of the cabinet. And uh, that was known, like you knew who they were. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were in SGA, right? They were in student government and they were mm-hmm. in those higher level positions. And for whatever reason, those were the pets. And that that's fine, neither here nor there. But guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that my third year in, which would have been t- uh, 2008, that that collared shirt rule changed. Oh, nice. And yeah, now, I know now I mean. it's like, now it's like really relaxed there. Like you can wear shorts, you can wear
1: t-shirts with things. Well, you, weren't to, you weren't allowed to wear even logos like on your shirts or anything. Dude, you you, we couldn't like have long
4: them. hair. Remember? You couldn't, that? Have, you couldn't long have long hair. hair, you couldn't have earrings in.
5: Yeah. You
4: uh-huh. had to be dressed with a polo. Like I couldn't even give a presentation. Mm-hmm. So we had a group presentation in one class, and I had to borrow somebody's shirt after they finished <laughs> class because I was like yeah. I, I don't have enough time to run to my you know, run to my room and come back. I was like, "Dude, give me your shirt," <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "What? Just if you ask me." And I'm like, "Oh, boys, bro, just give me your shirt." Like, you know what I mean? Yep. I gotta do a presentation. Can I have your shirt, please? All right, cool. We switch shirts, and I did. We did. Can that. I ask yeah. something
2: real quick? So, with the, I remember you having really long hair too, yeah, uh, Dwayne. Like, you, I remember you afroed it out, and I remember you mm-hmm. had a corn road Did they ever mm-hmm. give you problems for that?
4: Nah, nobody said anything to me. Um, and I, I kind of like equate that to. I guess them being afraid of the backlash, you know, if I was the type of person that I am now, which I wasn't like, I was kind of a pushover, but not kind of, I was, I was pushover. There's a lot of things that have happened to me prior and before who I am today that I've let just go unchecked. But if someone were now, if I still had my hair, and they were like, yo, you gotta, and I would be like, are you serious? right now?" You know what I mean? Like, it would be a huge ordeal, but back then, I didn't have any problems. Everybody actually loved the fact that I could do so much with my hair, you know what I mean? So, I was, like, going into the bathroom when we had, like, RA meetings, and I'm changing it, and they're like, dude, what the heck? You know, people love that, so, yeah. Cool. Well, I think we're all, uh, we all agree on
3: that rule change, and I'm glad it has changed for students and I think that was kind of like one of my things like I was a, a big like missional guy like I wanted to make sure that whoever else was coming behind me was having a better road than I did Yeah, for sure because man dude I I went through the ringer with the cabinet like trying to make rule changes and stuff mm-hmm. and I was adamant um I didn't give a crap what they said to me yeah. you know like I was I was in their offices probably every other week so uh, I'm glad that the school has changed for sure it's definitely much more relaxed and plus to the expense Right, it was expensive to have a college shirt every other mm-hmm. day, yeah. Dude, You had, and you didn't want to wear the same college shirt that you wore the day before, so you were nope. constantly doing a wash. Oh, well, I, I wore remember, the same really shirt warm.
1: very often. Well, that's the thing have... is, like,
3: <laughs> it's like to have to you had to have a lot of money to do that. Absolutely. L- let's be honest, like that's the truth, and none of us came from like money. I mean, yeah. except for like Justin Caudll, So facts. <laughs> <X. laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> So either way, I think we all agree on that uh, that sure. change for sure. Uh, Colin's got two more questions, and they go a little more in depth. Uh, this one is a fun one, uh, but definitely we want to hear the elaboration on it. What was the craziest thing
4: you did at Valley Forge? All right. So I forget whose podcast it was that I was listening to. Uh, Buddha, it might have been yours, or Francis, it might have been yours, where you guys – were knocking on old boy's door and kind of like running away. So I don't know if you remember this, friends. And Matt, you probably were there. No, 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 no. This was me, Alex, and someone else. I can't remember who it was, but we decided one night we were pulling an all-nighter, which we did for no reason. We decided to pull an all-nighter. So we were bored and we're like, all right, what can we do? Matisse, I think you were there, bro. I'm not sure, but we went to other dorms, banging inside the doors, the entire dorm. Yes, sir. You remember that, dude? Booking it. So we go to the next one. All over, all over campus, all over (laughs) campus. So we finally. I think it was me, you, D. Rod, and myself. Oh yeah, I'm not mistaken. So we, we run back to 24. We go upstairs to 24 up. Mark Talesha, get him to. He calls campus security. The other dorms call campus security. So they're going around looking for us. And we're just having a great old time. Ghosted. Off, Ghosted. And uh, Mark was like, dude, you guys, you know, somebody, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we took it a step <sighs> further. Mark, if you're listening, it was us we knocked on his door after that whole ordeal and i think we threw water in his face when he opened the door and then oh he, my gosh that's all we, i don't remember that he was so frightened like he was really concerned for his safety and i came out of my room like nothing like dude what happened you know but i know everything and i'm like dude i'm sorry I, we had to have that like laugh at your expense dude but that's the craziest thing Yo, the combination so- of that night
2: I remember doing that and th- I remember getting Telesha twice. I remember, yeah, like we did it to him and then he was like, What? What? And then we waited probably like five minutes and we did it
5: again. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: and then he was sometimes? like, What's going on? And then we like, w- and then we ghosted. I didn't know y'all put the water in his face though. That might have been like later on.
3: Was yeah. Telesha's dorm like where was that? I'm trying to remember. It was like on the left
1: side, it was attached down? to 24 down. Yeah, it was yeah, like right, the other yeah. half of the building was his apartment plus the other apartments at the end.
0: It was on the other side of like Josh Hatmaker's first room. Yeah,
4: but upstairs. Yep. So if you remember Francis and Yugi's room, they had the biggest room on the floor. Yeah. And Mark's was the first room across from the bathroom.
3: That's right. Okay. Yeah. You're walking.
4: The bathroom was on your right. Mark's room was on the left. And we got him. um, We had turned off the lights in the hallway. You know, we were wearing all black. And we got him. Bam. Like it was, that night was just. (laughs) wild bro that night was wild dude that's That's the craziest thing i've ever done
2: yo d-rob d-rob was so good at at sneaking though he
4: was was a a literal ninja for real bro literal ghost yeah
3: That's funny that's funny all right here's a here's a fun one but uh definitely also want to hear the elaboration um what is the best memory of 24 down and the worst memory at 24 down. <clears throat>
4: uh, okay. So let's start with the worst memory. The worst memory that I have of 24. Oh, okay. I kind of have like two, to be honest. Sure. Um, the first one kind of blew over. I forget his name, but he, uh, he's another Korean dude. He had Korea tattooed around on his belly you guys remember do young do young do young do young, yeah. young yo do young um aunt martin y'all remember him big aunt roommates. yo yeah. big aunt so we had um <laughs> we were having a discussion <laughs> and yo
3: big aunt was a man
4: yo he's the he's the truth dude I, I love that dude we haven't spoken in years man but i love that guy yo. um So we were all having a discussion and I was making a point. We were talking about Spanish, like the language itself. And I was like, he was like, uh, I like, I don't know, Mexican. I was like, I don't really like the Mexican accent. And he was like, what are you talking about? It's the same accent. And I was like, (laughs) "Do do you know Spanish at all? Like, are you involved in the language at all? Like, it's completely different. You know, Dominicans speak different than Puerto Ricans, Mm -hmm. Puerto Ricans speak different than Mexicans, Colombians, et cetera, et cetera, right? Everybody has their own dialect, their own slang, whatever. So we were talking about that and trying to get him to understand, I was like, um, think about, like, Chinese, where you have Mandarin, standard Mandarin, but then you have Shanghainese, Chinese from Shanghai, Uh, Fu Fu Chinese, you know, from Fu So you have all these different dialects, which makes the accent different. He was like, Mm -hmm. "Don't even talk to me about uh, Asian languages. You don't know nothing." I was like, "Bro, I'm I'm Asian, bro. Like, I I know." (laughs) And then um, peep the last name. Yeah, dude. So he he kind of flipped on me, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not having that." So I I turned it right up, and I was like, "What, dude? Don't you ever fucking tell me?" To what? I, shut! Oh, he told me to shut the fuck up. And I was like, oh, no, And Do Young like, had a yeah. uh, short fuse. Yeah, he had a real short fuse, dude. Mm-hmm. So in, in my attempt to help him understand what I meant by, you know, me not liking a specific accent, um, he shot it down, told me to shut the F up, and I was ready, bro. I stepped out of the room after a few words exchange, and I was like, let's go. I was like let's go in the hallway. And I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Cause at that point I was like, bro, one, we're cool. But why, what made you disrespect me that much to that level over us talking about how we like women to sound, you know what I mean? Of a specific culture, you know? And I'm like, this is the most ridiculous reason for you to talk to me like that. So now I want to fight you. So he stood at the room and he was like, ah, Little kids, you know, boys scream and yell at the top of their lungs or whatever. And I was like, come outside, because I don't want to break what's inside. You know, I was like, I don't want to damage 24 down. So come outside because I'm ready for you. I'll be out, I'll be outside waiting. And I called him a B and all this work. Cause I was I was trying to get him to fight. Because at that point, you know, I was I was heated, bro. Um, so that's one. And I I I went up to him later, I don't know, a few days, because I was like, yeah, he's not gonna do it. I was like, he's not gonna be the bigger man. So I'm I'm gonna do it. You know, I apologize or whatever. And he was like, all right, you know, that takes a lot, or whatever, whatever. Cool. We we were cool after that, I guess. Uh it was never the same, but we were cool after that. Um, and my second worst memory, which hurt me more, Matt, you probably you'll probably remember uh Matias after I explained. So one day Matt lent me like 10 bucks. Oh. And I was like, yo, I'll pay you back when I get paid, et cetera. Um, And then we, it was like him, me, someone else. We were in your car and we were driving. I was like, yo, I got paid. You guys want to go to GameStop? I want a new game for Xbox or whatever. But we never went, or we went, but I didn't buy anything. I think subconsciously I knew why I didn't buy anything. But um, that was like strike one for Matt. And then there was something else, and that was like strike two for Matt. And then whatever strike three was, he stopped talking to me. So uh, there were a few times I saw him walking and I was like, yo, Matias, Matias. He ignored me. And I was like, okay, maybe he just didn't hear me. So I, let, I brushed it off.
0: Did you have and a collar another- shirt on? Did you have a collar shirt on though? <laughs> no, <I
4: didn't. laughs> yo, your comedic time is good, bro. <laughs> um, so another another time at night, uh, it was nighttime. He was going to the dorm. And I was like, yo, Matt. And I, this time I was yelling. I can, I'm pretty loud. I was like, I know he heard me. So he's ignoring me. And then it clicked. And I was like, it's over this 10 bucks. So I asked somebody to take me to the Wawa real quick. Got the 10 bucks. I knocked on the door. He opened it. And I threw the 10 in his face. And I walked away. Because at that point, I was mad. I was like, here, boom. So I disrespected Matt that way. But he already felt disrespected, right? So I forget how many days had passed, but he had stopped me. and He was like, yo, can I talk to you? I was like, what's up, man? And, you know, there's tension there. And I was like, whatever. You know, whatever this is about to be, it's about to be. Um, he was like, yo, you know, and he explained to me, like, you said your word is your bond and you didn't pay me back. said, so I was like, yeah, my word is my bond. But when I was calling you, you ignored me and you had no idea why I was calling you. Because uh, after I had realized I still hadn't paid him back when I was calling him that one night, that final night when I realized like he was actually blatantly ignoring me. I was like, dude, I was gonna tell you, I'm gonna get you your money today, but you ignored me. So that infuriated me, you know what I mean? Like we're boys, like me and Matt have had like long nights together, you know what I mean? and um pause <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah pause, 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 pause. pause. No, but he's but right we've, he's, we've he's shared like right. a of lot of time together we've shared a lot of time together um yeah, even things that i don't know if other people knew like about your relationship we've shared a lot of time together yes you know what i mean a lot of thoughts and you know feelings or whatever and um i was like why would you ignore me you know what i mean um so he was like yo i was ready to fight whatever whatever um i think he said to me like not for nothing, like I was gonna knock you out, and then and I was like, yeah, you would have tried, but we would have fought. You know, like <laughs> that was my response. Like, yeah, we would have fought, but you would have knocked me out. Um, excuse me. Um, so after that, you know, uh, everything was cool. You know, we kind of got back to normal, et cetera. So that was probably my the worst because that hurt me the most. You know what I mean? Like my boy was like legitimately pissed off at me um and that it just so happened to happen in 24 down you know us probably if either one of us would have said something differently we probably would have fought you know or if our egos were in a way we probably would have fought so that's probably my worst 24 down like memory itself
2: Um, appreciate you sharing that bro like i legit forgot that (laughs)
4: like
2: (laughs) i'm glad you brought that up though because like i vaguely remember that, that experience and i know when we were talking like it was more like we, you know, we had squashed it, and and then we were laughing like, ah, no, nah, I would have knocked you out. No, nah, I would have knocked you out. <laughs> it was like, it was like that. But I, I like, we were both like semi serious, but then we mm-hmm. like actually fought and, and sparred, and, and like it was over. We were like completely squashed. <laughs> I mean, at least as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, and, and my bad for you know being an immature, little Brett. <laughs> <Nah,
4: laughs>
2: I don't, but- I like, I don't remember blatant, blatantly ignoring you. If I did, like, I wouldn't put it past myself, to be mm-hmm. honest. But, like, you know, I'm so so glad that we were able to get past that, bro. Oh, yeah,
4: man. I think our connection was deeper than that. You know what I mean? 100%. And for us to, for you to even, like, be like, yo, can I talk to you? I felt really disrespected by this. And I was like, well, I felt really disrespected by this. So here we are. You know what I mean? We both got that Why we feel the way we feel out of the way and we moved past it. Like, it was, like, in a heartbeat, bro. Like, that was crazy, you know? Um, that's what
2: brothers do.
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. Dude, I, I remember every experience that I've ever had, good or bad, with like every last one of you guys. Um, and that's wild to me that I remember these things. Yeah. Like, let me answer, finish answering your question first, and I'll get into that later. Just remind me, please. Um, so my best memory, um, it's kind of a collective or cultivated experience because honestly, every day, was a dope memory, dude. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like cheesy to say or a cheesy answer, but if you've spent time in 24 Down, you understand what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because going from the Icy Hot with Sam or going from playing StarCraft with Sam, because I, I was listening to the podcast and I was like, dude, we literally always played StarCraft together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got him back into StarCraft, to be honest. Um, more from that, or me and Matt chilling, playing Tekken, or playing this Naruto game, which was like a hybrid mm-hmm. of Naruto and Super Smash Brothers, which was super dope. Like, you know what I mean? We had so, and even Buddha, like the first time I met Buddha, um, this was ah, when we were all on Halo. Like, everybody was kind of new to Halo at the mm-hmm. same time, landlining and syncing up and playing. So my name was Grim, and I brought this up to Francis uh, after I listened to his podcast. So we... Um, I was Grim, which my name is Grim Maddox now, due to the Francie Maddox and Yugi Maddox and Hate Maddox, and, you know what I mean? The Maddox Mathematics clan. Mathematics
1: who started yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah.
4: So you know what I mean? The Maddox clan. Um, but I was Grim, and I was like, kind of good at the game. Mm-hmm. And I would always just kill people. I, clearly, that's the point of the game. But... I would kill people, and I would, like, kill Buddha a lot for some reason. And then um, he was with Walter Liu. You remember Walter? He Yeah, Walter oh. Lowe, Yeah, He just yeah, popped up on Lowe my Lowe's Facebook Lowe. feed, too. That's crazy, Bro. dude. Yo, you guys
0: got to get him to get it on the co- podcast. He doesn't think he has anything to offer. Get him on. Dude, what?
4: First of all, Walter Liu, well, I was deployed with his little brother.
3: No way. Wow.
4: Dude, wow. I never put the names together that's bonkers and um we were deployed he was in another section another career field but he would help us out a lot and um I kind of I don't know if he would uh, his little brother would say the same but I kind of like mentored him a little bit um and you know we exchanged Facebooks or whatever and then one day he hit me up he was like you know my brother and I was that's like "Wow, dude who's your brother he's like Walter I was like Holy crap! <laughs> it's like, it's like your brother's the man, bro. I love that dude. You know, so yeah, I was deployed with his brother once. Uh, anyway, Walter's the man, dude. His that's whole family. That's crazy. Are like we do need to get people. him on the podcast. Yeah, dude. That Walter kid was a- my
0: best friend for a year, bro, and then he just disappeared. He did. He, he just he bounced.
4: bounced. Yeah. So um, wow, that's crazy. Walter, yeah. Walter was a great dude. Um. So anyway, you guys were walking in the hallway, twenty-four down, and um. Like, yeah, you guys play Halo We Link Up. And he was like, Yeah, I play Halo. And Buddha was like, What's your name? This is how I, if anyone thinks Buddha is faking the way he speaks or faking the way he acts, it is not an act. This is 2005 Buddha, it is the same as 2021 Buddha, you know, just a lot sexier. So he said, He's like, What's your name? He's like, I'm Grim. He was like, You're a Grim? I hate you, Grim. I mean, I love you, but I hate you, dude. (laughs) It's like, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. those kind of experiences, even in that brief moment of video game. I know a lot of people, or super mature people, or super mature people, you guys hear video games, but that has video games has literally brought me so many friends. Absolutely. Throughout years. You know what I mean? Yo,
1: so, so halo is like the reason that i'm here like no lie halo is the reason that i'm here with you guys even right this moment because and i'm pretty sure you were with me and gene Dwayne, when we played 24 up versus 24 down in halo we sure. didn't know a single one of them we yep. played them and we just saw their gamer tags and then the one time goes back to my and a few other episodes where buddha asked us to go to lunch or dinner with them Absolutely. and we were like well I don't even know these guys but all you me and Gene were all like yeah let's go and then like we went down as a group but then we split up and we just like hung out with them we just like became part of the group and it was like Halo was literally literally the reason that like I'm friends with Matt Baldwin
3: and not to hijack the conversation but it's so true I was playing Halo on Francis's Xbox and he didn't even know I was in his room.
1: I didn't even know Matt. Like he came <laughs> in my room. He, my other roommate met Matt Baldwin and was like, I guess, invited him over. And mm-hmm. and I walk into my room and Matt's playing. And I was like, bro, what are you doing in my room? And then like I watch I watch what he's doing and he's like destroying kids. And I was like, never mind. Keep, keep doing it. And I was just like <laughs> observing him. And I'm like, I have to get this good. Like I have yeah, to. <laughs> yeah.
3: And that's Halo, how we became friends and we and we stayed. I mean, even like my gamer tag to this day, I've had it for literally 15 years. Same. Like, I've stayed with that literally forever. That's awesome, I, man.
4: I cannot change. I'm grammatics on every platform yep. that I get. Nintendo <clears throat> Switch, PlayStation, I'm grammatics. You, If you look me up, you'll find... I'm the mm-hmm. sole grammatics, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day in COD, I ran into a grammatics like nine seven xxxx or whatever and i was like i must kill him you know what <laughs> i mean i was like i gotta assert that i'm the original grammatics yep. and he shot me in the face that's but, a funny that's the thing
1: about video games is about three four weeks ago i ran into hate maddox and i i guess he wasn't on my friends list or something i don't know i, I had a lot of people who were like stop playing we had like dozens and dozens of, mm-hmm. of players who stopped playing but I, I played randomly a match in like Apex Legends or something. And I played with him on my team. And I was like, dude, why do I know this name? And I messaged him and he's like, well, I'm pretty sure there's only one person who can have this name. And I'm like, so you are the hate Maddox that I know. And he's like, yeah, man, I still like play. I play with Dwayne a little bit. I was like, dude, Dwayne, what the, like, really dude? Like, and then it just like shot me back. I like, I texted Matt the next day. I was like, bro, look, we still he's have them. I was like, it was, it you was know, crazy.
4: For sure, dude. I appear offline. So, so if you're ever online, yeah, you never see sense. me. That's why you never see me. Cause I appear offline.
3: Got you. Got you. Yeah, okay.
4: But uh, yeah, dude, I, that that's my, my answer to answer that question. From probably mm-hmm. my experiences were every day. I got to hang out with you guys. Like I was a terrible student. Like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> I solely went to school just to hang out, you know, just to, for the relationship that I've, that we've cultivated. Mm-hmm. Um, So every day I got to hang out with you guys was the best. You know what I mean? That those are my favorite memories. So yeah,
0: that's awesome, man. Twenty thousand dollars in friendship, baby. You know, or more a year. Um, So Tom Rizzle has some questions for you. Um, And I, yo, I actually, I actually pretty much, I, I I remember. I didn't remember it until you said it. Like when we first met. I I, like now I remember it. It's so awesome, and I, I wasn't. I was somewhere between like really crappy and kind of good in Halo. I always get like killed and everything, but like, I love just playing with you guys. It was just, it was one of the things we did. It was just, it was amazing. It was cool. Uh, So Tom, he says, uh, what brought you to VFCC?
4: Uh, Honestly, dude. So like I said, I was a poor student, not just in college in eighth grade science class. I discovered the beauty of sleeping in class and I was the king of snooze like any name you like father the father time the sleep monster I was his little brother you know what I mean like I was gone uh ninth grade through 11th grade I slept for like my first four periods and then I got to my senior year and I was like holy crap I'm gonna fail I've never failed a day of my life you know I've never been left back and I was like, holy crap, I got to I gotta make it. I got to graduate with my friends on time. So I did what I had to do. I took like four math classes. And uh, my senior year, physics, I was in the school, play, the whole nine yards, right? And then it was time to apply for college. And I was like, I'm not going to college, but let me try. And I was like, okay, I want to kind of go somewhere where I know or something like that. And Vanessa, Matt Matias, if you remember Vanessa, Uh, She was from my church back home, and she went to Volley Forge. So I was like, let me apply. I applied. I got in. I was like, holy crap, I got into college. Volley Forge accepts everyone, but whatever, I don't care. I got into college. You know what I mean? So that's what brought me to Volley Forge, um, what kept me for a year and a half where you guys. So, and that's the honest answer.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, you know, when you're in high school, you don't know – what colleges you know you think that all colleges are the, are, are the same that it's so hard to get in or something you know unless it's maybe a community college or something like that and then you find out oh they were just letting anyone in if you just said you were a christian they would just let you in they let someone in with a hearse bro okay so i don't know if you guys remember that but there was a guy i think my first year like the guy had a hearse they were like um goth people It was it was ridiculous but anyway, I heard that guy was actually a cool guy. Um, so his next question is what music or artists have been in heavy rotation for you the past
4: year? The Past year. Uh, Prince Voice, Romeo Santos. Cause uh, with my Spanish relearning journey, I listened to a lot of like, bachata is my favorite. It's, I equate Bachata to being the R&B of the Latino world, right? Of Latino music. Um, So, Bachata's my favorite. Um, I think Prince Royce will probably be my favorite artist. Aside from that, it would be, like, a rotation between, like, mid to late 80s, 90s R&B, hip-hop, sprinkled in with some, like, 2000 music but then you you know if you guys those that know me I'm a very eclectic person mm-hmm. so like I've got Frank Sinatra I've got freaking Linkin Park still to this day my favorite rock group you know what I mean like I have so much music like if I put my my playlist or I don't not my playlist but my uh, phone on shuffle it'll go from Tupac to Linkin Park to Frank Sinatra to, like, some classical, like, Mozart, to this or to that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, like, I don't have a specific, but it's just whatever the vibe is for the day. Like, if I'm driving, um, I'm, I'm really big on Vidi music. Like, it has to be the vibe for, it, you know, the drive. Um, other than that, man, it's everything, to be honest. It's everything. No, no specific artists, but it's just a lot of, like, random vibey to like three days grace or like uh what's what's the oh <laughs> that like that song comes up out of nowhere <laughs> disturbed yeah disturbed yeah so i i've got like all these all this music in my phone it is just kind of like bits and pieces of my personality that just kind of rotate through my phone
0: that's awesome man um so his next one, his last one, and then um, we have we have one more group of questions after that. Um, what do you do in your free time?
4: Um, right now, I play a lot of like Call of Duty Warzone. That's my my shiznit. Um Other than that, I'm practicing, studying, um, speaking Spanish, um, working out. Try to like again. I try to like at least mental health check my friends you know because times are have been nuts for a lot of people even pre-covid um so i try to do that other than that i'm just chilling man chilling with my family trying to you know see my friends talk to my friends because i've missed a lot of time um just working a lot and like taking my time away from relationships that i'm trying to kind of get back you know i mean i'm trying to make up time so it's pretty much what i do in my free time
0: would you say that um Halo, Call of Duty, things like that have 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 helped you get to the place where you are now?
4: Like in the military? Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. Honestly, um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Honestly, my Air pad died. It's cool. But um I never wanted to be a cop. I never wanted I still good on sound.
0: You weren't for a second, but now you're back.
4: I can't hear you guys. Hold on. You actually sound better. If you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. We can hear you. You can Here's hear me, you, baby. You all right, cool. You can hear me. I can't hear you guys yet. I'll fix it in a minute. Um, I never wanted to be in the military. I never wanted to be a cop. Like, perfect example. I graduated high school. Marines came to my door and I was like bro I got asthma I can't join the service like I'm not doing it I got I can't he's trying to like convince me to take the test I was like no it's not happening but fast forward 2010 I got the bug for some reason I just wanted to do more and um, I got the itch and I I scratched the itch and boom here I am in the military so um, yeah it was it was off a whim to be honest. I was watching it was 2009 when the new star trek movie came out and i'm sitting in the theater and i'm watching star trek and i'm like what's the equivalent of starfleet in real life and i was like the air force i'm joining the air force now it's space that force. day i text <laughs> ivan i was like bro what do you think of, like would you join starfleet if starfleet was real he was like yeah i was like Hell yeah. (laughs) Joining the Air Force. and Boom. There we have it. Like I'm that's how my mind works, bro. I don't know what it was about it, but I I think it was something about them doing something bigger than themselves. You know, as as weird as that might seem or as corny as that might seem or sound. I really was like, man, I want to do something more. What can I do? All right. I'm gonna go serve my country. Here we go. You know, (laughs) like. Let's go do that, and then I kind of got the itch to be a cop, and I was like, I could really help people, you know. And then boom, I scratched that itch too. Here Would I you? Up, can you I gotta me? fix the sound thing, dude. I don't know. Can you hear happening. us or no? No, you can't. Yeah, uh, it's not
3: looking like. It I was can. gonna. I was gonna ask him if he uh, if he wanted to join Space Force. I can't hear you guys <laughs> for
0: nothing. Yeah, let's let's keep on going until he gets the sound. Yeah, the Space Force. I think I think Trump started. I can't hear that. any
4: of you guys. It's all good. <laughs> I'm lost. Um, I don't you, know what happened.
0: Francis, can you just put in the chat for him or something? Like, uh, to we'll just keep like, keep it going until he can get it. Can you yeah, hear us now? You can hear just us now.
4: I can hear you now. You can. Yeah. Oh, okay, Okay. Cool. Good.
3: Good. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead, uh, Baldwin.
3: Um, I was gonna say, you know, when you talked about Starfleet, obviously now with Space Force. <laughs> would you <laughs> what the real question is right would you ever join space force all right dude. you want the honest answer i do i do yes absolutely hell yeah because yes, i would be a go. space go. cadet dude, yeah. cadet, <laughs>
6: dude.
4: <laughs> i would be a space cadet yeah man you like I,
3: mean? I, bro i thought about it, i'm like shoot bro space force man Freaking Space Force. like
4: weird and as ridiculous as it sounds, and it is, it's a very ridiculous branch of service. But regardless of my experience, my mature level, I'm a kid. I will never lose that dude. So becoming a space cadet or becoming a guardian, or whatever they're called. We, no, they're called just, guardians. Literally, dude. It would be the. It just got announced. In the world. Yeah, and, dude. they could be called a freaking
3: guardian, I think about dude, Halo all the time. Dude. I trained dude. for this day for four <laughs> years on Destiny.
4: For sure, bro. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I was made in my sense. head. I'm like, I could be Master Chief. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how I think, dude. So yeah, I was for sure. Boom! My God. <laughs>
0: Yo, t- yo, spill the beans on aliens, bro. Come on. What do you think?
4: Oh, uh, the real, <laughs> The real.
3: Let's I let's keep
0: miss. that for part two. Let's keep that for part two. Yeah, We're yeah, definitely yeah, gonna have yeah, a part yeah. two with you with that. And also a lot more cop stories, bro. We're definitely gonna have yeah, that. Let's do it. But we, do it. we have we have one more set of questions. Um, Francis has those.
1: Yeah, yeah. Before we get to those questions, though, you you said you wanted to like reconnect with people. You play video games, and a lot of us still play video games. Tom Rizzo plays video games. He plays Warzone and stuff. And, oh, and uh, Matt Badwin and I, we still play video games to this day. My brother still plays. So there's still a big handful of us that want to. So if you're in, then and hit us up, and we'll we'll definitely play. Let's
4: do it. <laughs> let's do it. I'm pro- honestly after the podcast, I'm gonna eat. And I'm probably streaming them. Like, I'm let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just started streaming uh, late last year, so oh, dope,
1: dope, dope dude. Yeah. I streamed for like six months and I, I hit affiliate and like enjoyed every second of it. But then it became like a chore and all that. So yeah, that's that's yeah. for another time. But we can talk about that. But okay. streaming is definitely up is a is a good r- route to go. So, for sure. but anyways, these last questions come from Wolfie. Um, he's a fellow admin. Uh, if you could have any space at Valley Forge besides 24 Down named after you, what would you choose and why?
4: Dang, dude. Um, uh, I don't know if it was like, okay, it was part of the campus. but So there was like this grass area uh, kind of like behind whatever Alex and Phil's building was. It was like this area there. So I would want that space. It's not called anything, but I would want that space. The reason for it is because every time that I've set a blanket there and laid down with whoever it was, I I saw like seven shooting stars each time. So it was the coolest thing for me because no matter what day I went that night, you would see a shooting star. Not just one, but several, you know what I mean? And that was like a beautiful thing to see. Um, and I'm pretty sure I saw my first UFO at Violet Forge. And that spot, dude. No Yo. BS.
2: Me too, bro. <laughs> Not going to lag. I saw something, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm on his bone right now because I really like,
3: so I, I'm big on aliens and like understanding. So we have to have, definitely have to part three because on my honeymoon, bro, with my wife, we went out to yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. And I got a story. For a real story I gotta
2: hear that bro We need yep. an Alex Jones podcast bro Yes let's go i put it on a freaking foil hat yo
3: we <laughs> tell you right now The lizard people are coming for you <laughs> They're turning the
6: freaking frogs gay <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: They're
6: drinking blood yeah. Of babies We gotta
4: do it bro we gotta What is do happening it. Uh, The FCC was my very first Real life UFO experience.
1: Yeah I've seen them I've seen plenty you know I I spent a lot of time stargazing growing up, and uh, mm-hmm. I I'd a you on that. I haven't seen it at Valley Forge, but I wish I did. So the Dwayne Lee Commons, we'll call that space, the Dwayne <laughs> Lee Commons space. <laughs>
4: there go. I like it.
1: I like all right. It. So his last question, last question we have is uh, favorite and least favorite food from the cafeteria. We all seem to have strong opinions on the cafeteria, whether good or bad. Usually bad, but what are, what are your opinions on the food? Dude, I don't even remember the chow hall.
4: Like, I don't remember the chow hall
1: at all.
3: And literally, your your year was the worst year
1: ever <laughs> for food. Yeah, it really it really got better, but it's still really, really bad. It's like, we have uh,
3: some leftover breadcrumbs? I, the
1: worst meal was like, just the scraps.
4: <laughs> the only thing I can remember is, like, the machine that had, like, the multiple milks. Like the 2%, the soy. That's the only thing I remember from the cafeteria, like actually using. Um, So it's not bad, huh? Yeah, dude. I don't remember any of them.
3: Hold on. Now that you mentioned the soy milk. All right. So y'all remember that dude? I think he lived in four down. He had mad long hair. I think his name was John. And he was a vegan.
4: Okay. This sounds familiar.
3: All right. So they never had soy milk. And I remember he made a big stink that they didn't have like any soy milk. And I remember they had that like little unit on the side. But yeah, <laughs> freaking... what was his name? John. Oh my God. He looked like Jesus, bro. And he had long hair.
2: Was it curly? It, was it curly uh, or straight? No. I think I know you're talking about.
3: I know who you're talking about. Not that John. It's oh, okay. the long hair. John He used to hang out with. Like Jeremy Sessa and all those other vegan cats.
4: Jeremy Sessa sounds. I can't. So I'm bad with names. Like I, I have to have the face to. Match John Thurgood. Okay, I, he I was a soccer player. It, yeah. I played yeah. soccer with
3: him. Yeah. John Thurgood, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I remember he made like a like a, a checklist, like trying to get people to sign names, like for vegan options, bro. Like
1: a petition.
3: Yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, and Sodexo told him to kick rocks the first
1: year. They're like, nah, yo, that's yeah, him, bro. That's him. Dude, that's dude. Yeah. bro. <laughs> How did you <laughs> find that already? Like, we just said his name five seconds ago. Like, but,
2: yo, yo, yeah, right that's when I see, see his face, it came, yeah, dude, all the memories came like,
4: back. Like,
1: oh my god, dude, that's crazy. He wasn't even very good at soccer, but he was very passionate <laughs> about it, at least. I mean, we'll say that
4: the passion that counts, bro, the passion that counts.
0: Hey guys, this 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 is a really awesome podcast, man, and uh, you know it's coming to an end. But like always, we do have part two. So part twos are open for everyone, by the way. Josh Hadmaker said, and we still have more and more people to get on first. So if you haven't been on, you need to get on. Get in contact with us. Um, also, um, Dwayne, we have a we have a chat that has been going off as we have been on the podcast. Um, but uh-huh. um, yeah, we have a chat on uh, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, so we'll definitely add you if you want to be added. It, it gets you. a little raunchy at times, but I think you can handle it.
4: I love it, dude. I'm a cop, dude. It's nothing that I can't take. I swear. There, nothing. There you go. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's,
0: a, it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to do some quick podcast plugs and then. I'm going to let the um, co-host say uh, just final words and then we'll, we'll, we'll leave the final, final word for you, Dwayne, and uh, we'll end our podcast with that. So here's a couple of podcast plugs for our 24 Down Podcast. We're on Twitter at 24 Down Podcast. Also, we have a Gmail, 24 Down Podcast at gmail.com. We have two Facebook pages. One is the 24 Down Podcast page, and then we have the 24 Down page. Um, and then we are also on YouTube at 24 Down. You can watch These uh, podcasts on YouTube. Uh, There's pictures. You could see our faces. You could see how beautiful we are. And uh, also, we have multiple multiple amounts of different types of shirts, uh 24 down shirts. It's just amazing. If you want a shirt made for you, give us some ideas and um Josh will work it out. And we have a couple other people that work on them. So uh you can find our shirts at storefrontier.com slash 24 down. That's storefrontier.com slash 24 down. And if I can, you know, go first with the final words. I, I just want to say this. I know uh, Dwayne, that you know your run at Valley Forge was only for about a year and a half, but you definitely have left us with a lot of memories about yourself um, on our lives, um, you know, imprint on our lives, and we we definitely remember you from back in the day, but especially today, man. Just hearing what you where you have gone and where you're at now, um, um, but also just personally for me, you know, I know you don't want me to do this, but I'm just gonna shout you out how awesome of a guy you are because we haven't talked. And it has to be 15 or more years, obviously. And, you know, you've seen me going through my, you know, um, my, my health journey and everything. And I'm also a coach within my health journey. So I also try to spread, um, you know, health to other people and stuff. And I, and I'm usually putting out there that I'm going to give some money away to certain people and, you know, uh, discounts and whatnot. And then, um, Dwayne just hit me up, man. And he was like, yo man, I see that you're giving health away and I see what you're doing. And I want to, I want to, Like you know, sow some seeds into that, and he's actually financially supported me—not just with words, but financially supported me, so I can bring on more clients. And I'm just bringing—I'm bringing on a new client today with one of the, you know, um, one of the um, discounts that he's—he's—he's made it made it me able to do. Um, So I just want to say, bro, that's awesome that you know we can go beyond words. And even though you did owe Matt ten dollars back in the day, uh, I'm telling you, man, uh, you know you didn't owe me anything, bro. And um, you, for you, given that, you know, a lot of people are going to change their lives like I am. Um, you know, I started at four, over 400 pounds, man. And now I'm down in the 320s, which is amazing. I got a long way to go. I want to get down to about 200 or so, but there's so many people that are going to be blessed by, you know, what you have done through, you know, um, encouraging me and supporting me through this. So I just want to say thank you for that. Not just that, but you're awesome guy. And you're one of, I always, I usually ask this question, uh, who's the coolest guy, who's the smoothest guy and who's the weirdest guy on 24. And I would say you, you're one of the smooth guys, man. You're one of the <laughs> smooth guys.
1: <laughs> Bro, thank yeah. you so much, man. Francis. Go ahead, Matt. We'll oh, ahead. I appreciate
3: it, man. The um <laughs> my dog is uh, is whining to go out to the bathroom, so um yeah, Dwayne, it dude, when Francis texted me uh that you were going to do the podcast and uh like he wanted me or you wanted me as a host. I was just like, "Bro, I'm so pumped." Like, Dwayne, like what a blast from the past and man, we have so many great memories and You're just a great guy. And like, just to see you as a police officer now um, and being like inside of like those units and seeing the intricacies of what officers go through and just supporting them through that uh, for whatever reason, like if you ever need a person to call, um, I know, you know, PD there in Philly has got a ton of chaplains and stuff like that, but you got a homie here. If you ever need to talk real, Um, I get it. I I know what that's like. I'm doing a a funeral for a, a suicide. You know, we just had here and tomorrow, I'm doing it tomorrow. And um, so I've I've been you know alongside officers as they're walking through some challenging stuff. So um, I'll be praying for you now that I know that because I didn't even know that you were an it, bro. officer, bro. So uh, you'll definitely you. have my backing in prayer. Appreciate it. Um, number two, we definitely got to get some some COD matches in. Um, yeah. I don't know if you play Rainbow Six at all, but I'm a big Siege dude. I think
4: I have it, but okay. I don't play it.
3: Either way, awesome. like we're gonna game. We're gonna play some Let's games. Let's do it, bro. Let's...
4: Let's do it.
3: Yep. And um, dude like, I don't know, like we're just talking about fitness and stuff. Um, you look great. Like I can only <laughs> see like from, from shoulders up, bro. But I mean, for myself too, I transformed after college. Like I used to be like a stick, bro, you Same. know? Same. And um, I've put on probably, Oh man, like 30 to 35 pounds of like lean muscle. So nice. but that came out of a place of like disgust with myself. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, really gnarly breakup and um, just recovering from that. So for sure. um, like for you, dude, like obviously that's a part of your uh, occupation, um, but it also isn't a part of your occupation because yeah. I know, and you know, a lot of officers don't take care of themselves. So shout out to you for being one of the real ones Thank and you, still man. sticking with it, man. Keep doing it. Um, and the last thought I would say is um, I had no idea that you're still in the Philly area, so we got to catch up like that's inexcusable now. So Let me know, bro. Yep.
4: So what what know. part of
3: Philly do you live in though?
4: I live in Mount Airy. Yeah. So it's like uh, right across the street from Cheltenham Township.
3: Yeah, I was going to say you're like 45 minutes away, dog.
4: Too easy, bro. Too easy. Just let me know. I'm normally off on the weekend, so.
3: Word. Okay. Word up. Well, then we all need to catch up and do that, but um I'm going to sign off, Dwayne. I love you, bro. Bro. blessings to you man i'll be praying for Thank you him. and i love you all you guys me. buddha francis matthias rest of 24 down family i love y'all
0: thanks Baldwin. Love you, bro
1: thanks, thanks man. matt so Dwayne, you were you were one of my first friends in college we we lived across the hall from each other um yeah. so just just a quick thing earlier you said uh it was your fault that we weren't staying in touch even us or everyone really but a lot of people in this podcast is kind of to be a trend that a lot of people tend to wrote, write each other off. We were, we're like, our, that part of our life is past. We we forget about it. So don't feel bad about it at all. We all kind of just wrote it off for a little bit, but we used, we used this pandemic to, to like reach out to each other and really like, and really come together and ha- helped do that with this podcast. But before that we were doing zoom calls, we were trying to do other things, but I'm really, really excited that it helped bring us back together. But you in particular, uh I forgot how much I really valued you because, you know, you helped shape my twenty-four down career, my twenty-four up career, all that stuff. Um, but when my my, my grandfather passed away, you reached out to me and a lot of my friends did, but I, I never expected you to. So so that showed a lot about your character and, and that and the effort that you were willing to put in to reach out to people that we haven't, you know. Before then, I think you passed away in March. Um it, it was upwards of 15 years or more than I even spoke to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I never forgot we were still like friends and stuff, like on video games and stuff, but, but that's, that's huge to me. That it it hit me really hard when you reached out because I had like friends that I'm close with, but then you, you, you stepped up and you really like you really reached out and it was huge for me. And I was just like, I couldn't believe that you did it. And it, it really hit me in the emotions and it really helped me reflect on my time with you in 24 down or 24 up when we lived in 24 up. So, I'm very, very grateful that you did. I'm grateful that you're on this podcast. I'm, I'm grateful that we can reconnect here. Um, I added you to this group so that we can uh, connect further um video games and i know that you are appearing offline now so i'm going to start spamming you a little bit more so that's good um so we can reconnect in more ways than that and i'm super super grateful for everything and in, and in, in the the downfall of 2020 that is going to bring us together so um it's great to have you on here I, just to reconnect with you is awesome my brother is a little jealous he was like man i want to talk to duane and stuff so so he'll be here listening too but uh he'll also be included in the re- connecting with the, the chat that I just added you in and video games so it was great to have you on Listen to you I'm, I'm, I'm really really proud of you for being a cop man I, I knew you. that you were going to do great things you're, you're such a stand-up guy and I knew you were but like this definitely exceeds anything that I thought because I didn't know you were going to be a cop or anything until you said it today I, I literally <laughs> had no idea I, I really didn't so that's huge for me I'm very very proud of you man I really Thank am you,
4: I appreciate that for sure
1: everything
2: yeah man uh bro you're you're my brother bro like Dwayne, when we vibe like more than anyone else i think in like in the in valley forge because like we connected on mad levels dude you introduced me to anime and i am forever grateful for that <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah, I, that was actually real quick what, what are you watching right now
4: uh jujutsu Kaisen, my hero academia um yep. trying to finish up uh attack on titan um with the new season out i need to catch up on one piece and i'm watching black clover as well and i'm waiting for the demon slayer movie to drop so they can finally do the season and uh what else am i watching i think i'm watching one more but i can't remember right
2: now oh good but yeah dude you you're the man um definitely i feel like in a lot of ways you were you were formative for me in those years because like i had a ton of immaturity i'd never been in public school. I was like homeschooled my whole life. And, uh, you know, we connected in a lot of different ways and you definitely helped me like find things that I enjoyed. Um, and we connect in a lot of different ways because we're both biracial dudes that like, connect like can't really find their place in a certain area because we're connected like everywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, so when we would be chilling with the black dudes we'd kind of be like the awkward guys and when we were chilling with the white people you know (laughs) it would be like yeah we fit in here too kind of but like you know what i'm saying like we and so like i i just think back and and like dude yeah you and you and i we probably like i could call you like probably the person I, i got closest to um in ways that i don't probably even understand or, or can recognize I so um yeah just love you and value you for a lot of those reasons and you know like i said i i'm not surprised at all um the, what you're doing right now i've i uh, i'll definitely be praying for you you're you know da- dangerous dude in the most dangerous city <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect fit man so if anything that, i feel i feel bad for them if they yeah. act up um but anyways man yeah great reconnecting with you um i'll be hitting you up on facebook as well i, I we gotta chill bro
4: dude man you guys can have my number uh like i have facebook that's only like, i don't use facebook my last post okay. words that look is 2015 um and i don't i haven't posted since but i keep it because like i have friends overseas you know so i have the messenger um and I like to, like, keep up. Like, that's the only reason why I found out about the twenty four podcast, Buddhist mm. health journey, you know what I mean? Like, I see, like, when you guys got married, I, I don't normally write when I'm overseas, but, like, I see all these things, you know what I mean? I'm like, man, I'm so, you know, I'm so happy for these guys. and I, I want to reach out, but I'm like, what if they just don't remember who I am? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I'm, like, I battle myself with that. And I'm just like, you know, but I, I always, every, accomplishment every um pain that you guys go through that you put on your pages or whatever I see that and you know I'm there Mm -hmm. for you even if you don't know that I'm there for you you know what I mean um but now I just want to get back to actually being there for you guys because as we all know life is short and I've experienced Mm -hmm. a lot of loss in the last 10 years and uh, Mm um So I know more than most, and especially like seeing loss every day. You know, um, it's it's a it's a big deal, man. Friendships are a big deal, and God, you we all know that God says that there's no no greater thing than to give your life for your for your friend. You know what I mean? So um, I would gladly give my life for you. each and every one of you guys. Whoever's listening, it doesn't matter if our if our time together was short or or not but you know that's just the kind
2: of person i am so yeah that's cool but yeah let's not do
4: that <laughs> <laughs> we prefer
1: you to stay alive
2: yeah please don't agree, <laughs> appreciate yeah, it but I please not it. can
1: appreciate you can it. you don't I'm so sure real I'm quick real that. quick uh anime uh shameless plug here for matthias's other podcast that hopefully he starts oh, up against here uh memes for jesus podcast i've been listening to Ooh. lately it's pretty good um go listen to it if you haven't already i actually heard from heard about my hero academia through that podcast and now my wife and i are listening to it we we are watching it we watch a lot of anime and that one eluded us for a long time but he okay. really turned us on to that so memes for jesus podcast is actually really good if you want to hear more of matthias's antics and and his buddy they they have a good okay. connection so it's actually really good to listen to Thank okay, you.
2: appreciate okay. it man arigato Gozaimas. hey <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wow.
0: Yeah, so, Dwayne, yeah, you want you want to you say anything else?
4: Yeah, dude, um, I know we, we got short on time, so I can make it all quick, um, but there are some things that I had to remind these two gentlemen right here of, okay? So, Matthias, you said that the only dude that ever beat you in Tekken was John Gill. That's false, because if you remember, I used to play as Martial Law a lot, And uh, we would go down many nights going through Tekken for hours upon (laughs) hours upon hours and back and forth with winning and losing and not being able to win and then keep winning constantly or whatever. We went back and forth for a long time. So I had to throw that out there. I was like, my man forgot. Yeah, I I did. (laughs) But you you more so than me. You used to win way more than I did. but. We had many a times where we were going at it, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, seriously, like six hours straight, dude, like, or we probably pulled all-nighters, too. Um, that was insane. Um, what else did I have? Uh, Francis, when you said, um, when you got to school, um, when you guys got to school and you said you had no friends, which I, I mentioned to you prior, after I listened to your, uh, your, your message and I just wanted to remind you and then bring it to attention to other people who may have not known who was there that night I think your sister was on campus that night a buddy from back home and we me Ivan or you Yugi your sister Ivan myself probably one other person we were like yo you guys skate or you guys were like you gotta skate we were like hell yeah we skate we got skates right here so we went out, it was, had to be like 10, nine, 10 o'clock at night. They had the vi- their video camera from back home and we were skating through Valley Forge, VFCC campus. And that's like the day, it had to be like our first night together um, on the floor because like you said, you were there two weeks prior for soccer. Okay. So when everybody came, that was our first night on campus and we went out skating and that was our connection. The English twins, their sister, their buddy from back home um i reminded him of a story where i uh i think his sister was holding the camera i was like yo watch this so i flipped the little screen that comes out from the side of the camera i flipped it and i was like where's the light button so i was like now you see me clicked it now you don't now you see me now you don't <laughs> so it was hilarious they showed their mom the whole nine yards and everybody's like yo we love this kid i, was like, I
1: forgot about that That was that funny. So, fun dude.
4: so we did that um you said that Matt introduced you to Halo, and I was like, oh, "No, my brother, that was me, dude. <laughs> I introduced you to Halo, and then we would we would play together. But when Matt got there, when Matt Baldwin got there, that's when he, like, you saw his level, and then you, Yugi, and him kind of like honed in and became monsters. And I was like, I can't even play with these guys because I can't shoot them because they're <laughs> super bouncing out of the damn <laughs> stadium or the arena, you know? So you're um, right.
1: I definitely forgot about that, but I do remember when that first happened uh, oh, when you introduced yeah. us, but he definitely introduced it to the competitive
4: side of it. A little For bit sure, but dude. I like casual, that, we so. would always play, but he, like you, you, you guys' level was stepped up. Matt, you mentioned something about the English twins in your podcast that if you guys put your mind to anything you guys are absolute kings at it yep and that's absolutely correct you mentioned um sparring once like when you taught um yugi like a jab or whatever and then me and yugi put the gloves on once with some guys from 24 up um in the gym and yugi threw a jab he was like like this boom hit me with this stiff jab and i was like where is this power? Like, I felt like I was in <laughs> an anime, bro. I was like, I I was Like, dude? where's this power coming from, dude? And then, uh, but in the form was so perfect, dude. I was like, there's no way this kid has never boxed a day in his life, bro. Because the form, power, the speed, everything was perfect. And it, it blows my mind how good you guys are at anything that you try. You know, at, you try hard at, you know what I mean? Uh, you can be good, but you guys literally can be great at whatever you want. Well, I appreciate uh, that. Uh, and I remember that I used to call you guys randomly because my car, like I had a stick shift. And I was like, dude, my clutch is like not working. You know, I'll hit <laughs> them up. Like, "Yo, how do I fix this, bro? You know, the slip clutch or whatever. Um, this is after my time. Um, and I don't want to go too much longer. So I know you guys got to go. Um, but I did want to bring up the washing machine thing that I brought up earlier. Well, a lot of weird things that happened. So one day I had come up, uh, I was off, off, I left the college, and uh, I came up to visit one day. And luckily you guys are still there. And um, we were like, uh, can we fit in, a, in, in the dryer? And I was like, I can fit in the dryer. And I tumbled and contorted my body, and we closed the door, and we had, video, we had some video of that. It was me, Sam, Frankie Fusco, um, and we had a great time. Me, me, Sam, and somebody else made a video, some weird video, which I'm sure is like on my Facebook or YouTube somewhere. I had some leather jacket. I took my shirt off and I'm like doing these things and <laughs> dancing with a mask or whatever. It was crazy, man. Um, but yeah, anyways, aside from those stories, honestly, guys, this podcast has been a blast. I'm glad that you guys even wanted me on. Um, I didn't think I had enough content to even last this long, you know, or enough memories. But, you know, as like everyone, as the conversation, goes, it's just kind of like pew pew pew. My brain's like rapid firing. Like I said, I can remember arguments. I can remember the funniest little moments. You know what I mean? Like from you guys and just campus life in general, which we can get into that correct uh, on the on the next one or open podcast or whatever, um or open episode. Um, but I really appreciate you guys, and as you guys don't know those memories and those times and our relationships that we had still affect how I act today. You know, um, any disputes that we've ever had, it makes me look at, if I deal with a similar situation, it makes me react differently just because of how it happened in 2005 through 2006, you know? Um, so I really truly appreciate you guys and everything that you guys do, be it you're in ministry or you're not in ministry. I'm just glad you guys are happy and healthy. You know what I mean. After all this time, I can see you guys, and like, that's what I'm talking about. A smile on your face is all I ask for, but a genuine one. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you guys ever needed me for anything, an ear to talk to, you need some freaking food. I will never let you go hungry. Um, it's um, I'm here for you for sure. And I need anybody who's still listening or watching. My theory is that if you have ashy feet, you don't care about life. Okay, so lotion your damn feet. <laughs> very important to have a lotion feet. Okay, yo, very important.
3: Believe
0: it or not, bro. Okay, a, a lot of white people don't put on lotion, especially you. Oh. Own, okay, <laughs> so true. here's the thing, yo. Uh, I got a <laughs> pedicure with my white. Well, no, actually, I got a pedicure. I went with my daughter. She's she's uh, eight years old, and so. I got one a couple months ago, and so I've been putting lotion on my feet every night, baby. Every night that after is. my shower. And my feet are, are like are like a baby's foot, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to do it, bro. Mouth,
4: baby. Do, you still, do you still do the, uh, I don't want to mess up her name, the Layla and Daddy Show?
0: Uh, so, yeah, my daughter has a little bit of an attitude, so she doesn't want to do it a lot. But uh, now <laughs> I got a younger daughter, and she likes to do it. But we're, we're going to get on there. We're going to get on there.
4: Nice, nice, nice. See man, I keep up, dude. Yeah, I keep man. Keep up. I know things. I know yeah, things, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm so sure, impressed
2: man. with your memory, dude. Your memory yeah. is impeccable. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, bro. I
4: appreciate it. Yeah, man. Trying, man. I'm trying. So. Man. I'm trying.
0: So yeah, man. Uh, thanks for an amazing podcast. This is your podcast. Um, you know, and Josh always says that it's not his, it's not ours, it's yours. It's ours. You know what I mean? Um, and so you know, we're definitely we're definitely gonna have another podcast where everyone can be on. I don't know if you you saw the 24, 24th episode, but probably we're gonna do it in multiples of twenty four or something like that. So maybe even you know forty eight. You know, we're coming up on 48. It's This is episode yeah. 35. So we would love to have you there. We would love to have you when we finally do all meet together again, live in person, uh, because this is great. But imagine being together, you know, you coming in your officer uniform and, you know, stripping for us and stuff. So it'll be so amazing, man. Uh, So Matt's going to be given, you know, haircuts. Josh said, I don't think he wants to get haircuts at this thing. And and you're going to come in your your uniform, but um, it's going to be an awesome time. So, um, you know, thanks for being on, man. And um, definitely, we definitely have to have a part two. So thanks so much, Dwayne. And, and thanks to Francis. Happened. Thanks to Matthias. Thanks to Matt Baldwin as well for being on here. That's episode 35 in the books, guys. All right. God bless.
4: Later, boys.
2: Oh, wow. That's awesome. great. Right. You want to just lay it down? Boys. Let's get to it. To
1: it. To it. Here we go. Uh,
6: Lonely Island. Michael Bolton. Yeah! Night starts together on the track. The boys are back.
3: Snapping at the neck when we rolling up, up. The
4: doors, ain't no holding up yeah. Black car at the bar like I gives a fuck Maybe shit we when we walk into the set Fuck yeah. the fellas looking jealous, play the back and get wet yeah, yeah. my waist, no shankin' my socks We need to get cut, get stuffed, or get shot yeah.
6: This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow Pirates so brave on the seven seas What? A
2: up the bar so the groupie show is love I'm the fucking ice man i'm the top gunner heater on blast i'm the number one stunner watch girl cause i ain't your mr nice guy more like the meet you take you home and fuck you yeah, twice got yeah. all dressed up with nowhere to run i know yeah. i make you feel crazy now
6: back boy. to the group Come on. Captain Jack. What? Depp,
4: no. From the front to the back, say we count stacks. Come on. David Jones. Yep. Giant Squid. One. Michael Bolton, we're really
6: going to need you to focus up. Roger that, let me try. Roaches wanna play rough Okay, I'm reloaded. This is Flame With Miami I'm a Miami and white uh-huh. yeah. This whole town's a pussy. Just waiting to get fired. Oh. Okay.
2: Turns out Michael Bolton is a major cinephile